Hello, this is Punk Rock and Politics, and today is December 31st, 2016, and this is episode number one. And here we go. These days are strange, it's true. I would bomb the shit out of them. If you think that punk rock doesn't mix with politics, you're wrong. Welcome to Punk Rock and Politics. So today we're going to be talking about who this podcast um, is geared for and who we are and the plans and direction for this podcast. Then, since this election just ended, we're going to talk about where do we go from here? What's next? And we're going to talk about ranked choice voting and what that has to do with a little band called Nirvana. Also, to wrap it up, we're going to talk about my 2016 predictions. Uh, since it is December 31st, 2016, it's the last day of the year. We're going to talk about my predictions, and maybe next year we'll see how right they are. All right, let's do this. Let's get to the political mosh pit. Right. So, like we said, we're going to introduce ourselves. Um, my name's Michael Coe, and I will be your gracious host of Punk Rock and Politics um, here going forward. So, this show really, we just, we want to take music and artists um, of all genres throughout the world and bring them on and talk to them about current events and politics and just really whatever uh, and get some sort of uh, conversation going that I feel is kind of lacking um, in, in the music industry. It's always just people vilifying each other or uh, name calling. It never is really a, an open dialogue. And I think a lot of musicians, you know, um, have a lot to offer uh, in their ideas and their thoughts of, of political things. And a lot of uh, people might have specific local um, things, local issues <laughs> that are going on. So we're gonna we're gonna try to get some musicians on, some bands on of all. Music, even though this is going to be punk rock and politics, it's uh, we're going to highlight all types of music. I have a few friends, um, some hip hop artists. They're going to come on and show some of their music, talk to them. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the show and where we're going to be going. So, thank you, and I'm sure there's not going to be too many listeners um, out there right now for these first couple of shows, but who knows? Um, we'll see where it goes, and if nothing else, uh, I am excited to do this for my own personal reasons of discovering new music and discovering some new bands, so I am excited. So, that's who we are. Um, 
I've been playing music for a while and hanging out, you know, watching politics. Really, it was 9-11 that got me into following world events and politics. Uh, so ever since then, I've really been paying close attention. And I've always been talking and bugging my friends and just always talking their ears off about world events and what's going on and what wars are being started and what legislation's being passed. And um, I figure I needed an outlet. So here we go. And and we're going to have some awesome musicians on. So this is this is going to be great. This is going to be a great little outlet. I'm excited for this. So, all right. So let's get to the show. Um, first... We're going to talk about uh, the election and rank choice voting. So, oh, this election was was interesting, and I I knew I wanted to start a podcast and talk about everything because I knew Trump was going to win. See here, um, I don't really believe in the whole left right paradigm at all. No, but uh, I do consider myself. Left. I I always tell people I lean so far to the left that I touch the right. So after Bernie was basically outed, uh, sabotaged by the DNC, and they needed to you know appoint Hillary, I I, I had no no skin in the game. So I just watched as a passive observer, and I knew Trump was going to win, pretty much. For if if it was Trump versus Hillary, since day one, I knew Trump was going to win, um, and I really wanted to start some sort of podcast uh, talking about this, but it was just it was just too much, too much going on, too much hate, hatred, too much anger, um, and I just I didn't want to I didn't want to get into it, but I figured now is a good time now that the dust is settling because. The one thing about the election that I did say positive about Trump winning would be, other than him wanting to do infrastructure building um, and spending, which would be a good thing, but the Republicans will most likely stop him. Um, the, the one thing about Trump is it's going to unify a grassroots movement against him, whereas if it was Hillary who won her neoliberal agenda of more war, more globalization would just keep continuing and the left would be silent about the war. There'd be no anti-war left like there has been for the past eight years, unlike yeah, back in 2003 up until about 2008, there was a big anti-war left because they were pretty much just against George Bush. It seems now. It's apparent. So it's going to be interesting now to watch the dust settle and watch Trump become more left than what a lot of his uh, supporters expected. It's going to be really interesting to see what they, their reaction and what they do. And it's also going to be really interesting to see the Republicans blocking Trump's uh, stimulus and his spending. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great time for analysis. And it's going to be a great time for discovering new music and hearing new bands. 
and talking to them about what's going on. And hopefully we'll also learn about a bunch of local issues and local legislation. I know there's a few cities that we're going to target um, and talk to some musicians in those local communities, talk about their music scene and talk about the politics in their local scene. So, so after we watch what's happening really with the election, and after we watch what side people will fall on here coming up, um, but a lot of people, they're... Because once Bernie was out, I, I personally voted for Jill Stein because I couldn't support Gary Johnson and um, Trump and Hillary were both equally horrible. So if we had a system such as ranked choice voting, which the basis Kurt Novoselic from Nirvana is actually pushing, and I knew about ranked choice voting, but I had no idea about how many places it's actually being used. Uh, I told a friend about ranked choice voting and how it works. And here, let me me, uh, explain how it works. First, on a ballot, when you would go to vote for someone, uh, a few people, you don't have to, you wouldn't only have one vote to cast. You have four or five, depending on how many candidates there are. And so you would have your first vote would go one, and then your second vote to two, and then your third, and your fourth, and and in the order that you approve of them. So you wouldn't have to pick, well, I really would like to vote for Jill Stein, but I can't because I have to vote for Hillary Clinton in order to stop Trump, or someone saying, oh, I'd really like to vote for Gary Johnson. However, I have to vote for Trump in order to stop Hillary. That is how we've gotten to the prediction where the problem we're at now is basically we're having people pick the lesser of two evils and it's gotten, it's been a downward spiral for a few elections and it's not going it's not going good it's not going to work out it's not working out and that's the problem and i think this ranked choice voting is really a good option to do and i was really surprised to see that uh um chris novoselic of the basis of nirvana was pushing this so good on him and let's uh, find out a few of the states and areas uh this is from fairvote.org let's see so um Berkeley, California, adopted in 2004 and first used in 2010 for their mayor and city council and other city offices. In Cambridge, Massachusetts, uh, it says it was first used since 1940s in multi-winner RCV form. So that was for a ninth seat in the city council. So a very... A city council race but I mean this shows it's been an option since I mean it's been used in Cambridge Massachusetts since 1940 and we haven't been utilizing this as a country uh, Minneapolis Minnesota adopted in 2006 and it was first used in 2009 
for mayor and city council, uh, Oakland, California, Portland, Maine, San Francisco, California. Oh, I, I mean, it keeps going on more California, St. Paul, Minnesota, and Maryland. Um, so it's being used and there was a few other elections where it was being voted on and like I said the website I was getting this information from is fairvote.org um, it has all the information and the new legislation being passed that is going to try to implement um, implement this ranked choice voting in more local and and state and hopefully hopefully national elections see that's the and th this is the problem that this goes back to what i was saying earlier what i wanted to do with the podcast is it's i've been so overwhelmed and wrapped up into this uh presidential election in the the national aspect in the horse race. And I, I every time I, I realized that I was wrapped up into that, I, I, I try to stop back up and get out of it. Cause that's, that is accomplishing absolutely nothing. It's just like watching a sport at that point, you know, Oh, Hillary's up by this many, by this poll on this many, points or even in the primaries oh bernie's up by this many electoral points in this state oh now we're going to this state oh she's up sure it's fun it's entertaining but it's nothing it's accomplishing nothing it's basically a political political game political sports so by focusing on local elections that's where it changes and then it bubbles up to the state's state elections and then after the state elections then then it can maybe maybe go up to federal but we need to focus on the states and that's why i want to have bands hear their music talk about their music let's jam out let's hear some new bands um let's hear some awesome new music that's being written all across the world and, and throughout America, but at the same time, let's also talk about the local issues that affect them. And maybe we can connect some people and um, realize some other things about our own personal uh, local political atmosphere and our own local legislation that's being passed. Because there's a lot we can do uh, if we organize and that's one thing this election really showed people also is that whether it was with Donald Trump on the right or Bernie Sanders on the left um, there's a lot of people who are upset with the status quo and the, and there's a lot of people who thought oh I'm the only one who feels this way but then these rallies came for Donald Trump and people went there and they saw, wow, there's other people who actually have the same feelings of my jobs are going overseas and this and that, but I'm going to blame, I'm going to scapegoat someone specifically. And then there's other people on the other side who they, they were excited for Bernie Sanders, but they thought that scapegoating basically 
the government and the upper echelons of our socio-economical society was the way to go. So both sides had their flaws and both sides have some valid points. The interview with Chris Novoselic was with um, Rolling Stone. I'm going to play a small little clip here. Ranked choice voting gives power to voters. So you get like a first choice, a second choice, a third choice, or, or more. So if there's a candidate you really like, you can vote for them as your first choice. And then if there's a candidate you like okay, you can put them as a second choice. But what you do is you can vote for the candidate you really want to see elected without worrying about you're going to elect somebody you really hate. And there you go. That was Chris Novoselic. So it's really cool we have him pushing this talking about ranked choice voting um hopefully more people will hear about this other than us political nerds all right so and now since it is december 31st 2016 it is rainy and cold outside so (laughs) the new year's is definitely being brought in with showers here so i that's one reason why i am indoors recording and getting this out of the way for the new year and let's get some of the uh predictions the 2017 predictions down all right so prediction number one i think more celebrities will die (laughs) i think that's a given um Who knows if it'll be at the rate that it's been at recently, but I think it will be because with Hollywood aging, we have a significant amount of these iconic movie stars and TV stars and musicians who are aging because the golden age of television, the people who are in their mid lives at that point who are on tv they're now in their elder years so we're gonna see a lot of hollywood celebrities and musicians still and continue to pass away and the the thing that's really just upsetting me about this is now after really after um david bowie and prince and then now carrie fisher um the news organizations and all the tabloids and everything, I think they notice that if they talk about a celebrity who's died, they know, oh, our clicks go up 10, 20, 30%. So these organizations, now they're just kind of posting any sort of random obscure celebrity who who passes away i saw the artist one of the artists for bambi was 104 and he passed away today um a news organization was posting i mean that's i feel bad but and i'm 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 almost impressed that he did live that long 104 but it's it's almost like they're capitalizing on the death even it it just feels it's not informative it's just it's just there to make money and it's it's getting obvious at this point and yeah i mean <laughs> we can go on and on about fake news but it's there that's just a blatant money grab for clicks so 
we know more celebrities will die, and we're going to keep watching that. We're going to keep watching the um, CNN and the local affiliates. We're going to watch them post it, talking about all the celebrities and even the B-class minor celebrities uh, that are dying because they know that that's where they get the clicks and they know that that's how they're getting the money. It's just... It's unfortunate, but that's where... That's the BuzzFeed news reality era that we're in. So... Alright. Next. Gas prices. Yes, yes. Gas prices. Well, gas prices are definitely going to go up for 2017. And I'm not just saying that because that's a prediction. Uh, It's pretty obvious because OPEC, they have pulled back some of their... their, um, how much they're going to produce and a few other countries are having sanctions i think it's iran lifted but that amount is so minuscule also with america we're going to start pulling back prices are going to go up i don't know how much but definitely i mean they've they went down they couldn't go any lower because these oil shell refineries they cost you know anywhere 40 60 dollars a barrel just to extract the barrels and right now if it the price the brent crude oil price is 50 dollars for 44 to 50 dollars they're still losing money so definitely watch oil prices are going to go up how much who knows maybe 60 dollars a barrel They'll close that next year, maybe $70 a barrel, not very much more than that, but they're definitely going to go up slightly, and then if the barrel of oil goes up slightly, well, gas prices go up quite a bit, so we know that. Uh, This is going to be my favorite thing to watch. In 2017, is going to be Trump getting blocked by the Republicans for his stimulus bill. Now... I've already heard a lot of talk um, from in the Republican corners of <laughs> talk radio, the dark corners of Republican talk radio. Um, I've heard them ranting about uh, Trump's stimulus bill. His uh, what is it? A one? It's a trillion dollar spending. Trillion. Uh, it's one trillion dollar uh, stimulus bill over ten years, which you know barely breaks down to three three hundred billion over a year which isn't it's 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 a good amount it'll create a good amount of jobs but is it that much really that we could do we always could do more um and i think stimulus is always uh, a good thing investing in our country and building more stuff so it's and, and that's the that's the interesting thing trump is a builder trump wants to build things he's gonna want to build the wall he's gonna want to build freeways he's gonna want to rebuild the the airports he's said that on the campaign trail he said that several times he has his own plane <laughs> He he has his own plane, so it's kind of like, uh, think of it like you drive down the road yourself, you know, or well, you you're being driven down the road by your uh, by your your self driver, your 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 valet, and they uh, you feel a bump in in the road, you know that something needs repair. So Trump he knows that the airports need fix, they need investment. 
Um, America's infrastructure is crumbling. We know that. So it's going to be interesting to see Trump, the builder who wants to build, wants to invest in America, and he has to uh, invest in America in order to win another term in four years. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see them block that. And he has to deliver an infrastructure bill in order to hold on to Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, um, Michigan, and even Minnesota, the Rust Belt, uh, the that area that's been hurt extra hard. He needs to deliver or else he'll be gone in four years and he won't be able to win re-election. That will be obvious. So those are my predictions for 2017. It's going to be an interesting year and um, the podcast is going to be awesome for this next year and it's going to be a good time. So let's look forward to some good analysis from the podcast and hopefully we'll have some awesome bands come on here, play some great music and have some great discussion about politics and music. So have a great new year. And don't forget, if you enjoyed the show and the information brought to you, please like and share the video. And thanks. We'll see you next time. And rock on, political junkies. I think our old our society is run by insane people for an insane object, an objective. Doing a better job of talking to each other. The left hand now knows what the right hand is doing. Look at those hands. Are they small hands? And he referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there's no problem. I guarantee you.